More competition for more. <laughs> Why is there smoke coming out of your oven, Seymour? Can you get me a physiology? I'm just getting to yoga. Yeah, bitch! They were originally supposed to film it in a bar instead of a coffee shop, but they thought there's no way a group of friends would drink that much every day of the week, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Hello and welcome to a very special Valentine's edition of Teddybox. I'm Emma Dorn and joining me each week is my amazing co-host, Jen Hatton. Jen, can you feel the love in the air today? <laughs> yeah, it's all rainbows and butterflies and love hearts, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, isn't it lovely? magical. I just, Magical. I'm just going to post me picture on Facebook of all the stuff me fella got me. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, you're bringing me back now. I used to do that. Um, the shame. The shame. It's, it, I don't know if you used to. If you, if, you, if you did it today, I'd have to stage an intervention. But if you did it when you were 60, you know, if you did it when you were young, it's fine. No, I did it two years ago. Let's change the subject. Uh, <laughs> in this in this episode, we have interview with Gizla herself, Enya Martin. She's going to be joining us to talk about the love of her favorite show, Friends. Yes, and she's the she's the perfect person to talk to friends about because she is a super fan. Admits it herself. She's a bit obsessed with the show, so she yeah. she knows it all. And then our telly talks this week. I really enjoyed hearing these ones. There was a few blasts from the past. It's people's favourite couple from reality TV. Yeah, when I put up this question box and some of them that came up, I completely forgot all about them. So I'm looking forward to talking about this. And then finally, we take our first look at the return of one of the most anticipated TV shows of the year as four states Ireland hits our screens with a special COVID social distancing twist. Now, Emma, seeing as it's Valentine's Day, I've prepared a little something. Oh, I'm intrigued. I may have written a little romantic poem. A poem? You wrote a poem? Did you rip this off the internet or did you write a poem? I wrote a poem. Is that that for you? Like, it's for our fabulous sponsors, Just Eat. So, if you will. Pizza is red. Some cheeses are blue. But when delivered straight to your door, all your food dreams come true. (laughs) Take the stress out of Valentine's Day or any of your romantic date nights and let Just Eat bring a bit of spice into your love life. I love how you just uh, moved on there and you didn't comment on anyway. Well, I just... Do you know what? I think sometimes with love, you don't need words. Do you know what I mean? I just thought Um, I'd get on with it. But it was lovely. Like, it was. You say it best when you say nothing at all. That's the kind of thing I was going for. Yeah, yeah, right, okay, whatever. (laughs) Right, with over 40 cuisines and 3,000 restaurants to choose from, download the Just Eat app and choose from hundreds of your favourite local takeaway restaurants delivered straight to your door. Did somebody say... Now, for this week, we have sketch comedian, comedian of all sorts, the very popular, the very talented Enya Martin. How are you, Enya? Sorry. What's that, Barney? <laughs> Delighted to be on here. Sorry. How are you? How's, your, how's your mat? Is your dad walking? Uh, no, <laughs> my dad hasn't walked, I'd say, about 20 years, but um, my mat's doing great. <laughs> uh, go on the K, go on the K. <laughs> So come here, you're on to talk about friends. Oh yeah, as Emma said, I have a degree in it, yeah, so. You really do. I, I don't think I could talk any about any other show as passionately as I could about friends. Like Yeah, well, sure, we couldn't ask anyone else. We had to ask the expert. 
And you've met David Schwimmer. Yeah, um, a, a lifelong dream of mine to meet a friend's like actor. And that was actually around this time last year. Um, and it was, it was just before we had all gone into lockdown, before COVID had really hit Ireland and England pretty bad. I went over to London with Now TV to interview him because he had a new show that was going to be on, on Now TV. And I'd worked with Now TV in the past and they were like, look, we want you to go over and do like a press jungle with David Schwimmer and his co-star. And I was like, stop. But it was all very, like, so prepared, if you know what I mean. Like, you had to literally, like, their, his team had to analyse every question you wanted to ask him. Like, nothing could be about friends. And um, we just didn't want to know. Like, you know, that's in the past. He's talking about his new show. And it was it was really kind of intimidating. Like, you're in a waiting room in a hotel in the middle of London. Like, I had to fly over on my own. And, yeah, there's all these other, like, press guys around you, like, from BBC and all. It was mad, mental. I'd never done anything like that before. And then I went in, and, like, it's so surreal. You feel like you're in a wax museum when you're looking at when you're looking at him. Like, yeah. He's real. Like, that's him. Like, and he was getting... Yeah, head. real person. He was... Like, when you see... Watch those press junkets on, uh, on TV or on YouTube. You just think it's three people in a room. Like, you know, you and the actors. But there's not, like... There's, like, a huge team of people all around the outskirts of that room. And it's it can be very intimidating. Like, but it was still surreal. I was too shy to ask for a selfie, though. Biggest regret in my life. <laughs> no, that's... I'd say that's the thing. You probably had all these, like, sneaky plans of saying, like... So, have you ever worn leather trousers, or how would you feel <laughs> yeah, if someone yeah. stole your sandwich? But like, I can only imagine when you're in that situation, you're like, "Thanks yeah. very much, thank you, goodbye, thank you, thank you." <laughs> Nerve wracking. Just like so, yeah. if those questions in, uh, but yeah, like apparently, like there was a couple of people in there asking them like questions about friends, and like you know, his rep was obviously on it, like a hot shot, being like, "Stop!" Like he stopped the interview, and it was weird, and then. That was, uh, then there was a huge party or something, I think the following evening. And he was up, up on stage talking about his new show and stuff. But do you know what they say? You should never meet your heroes. Like, it was a bit anticlimactic because he's completely the opposite. And I know, like, they can't be carbon copies of the character, but it was a bit disappointing because he just wasn't Ross. He was David. What is it about Friends that makes you a super fan like I'm always late to the party with TV shows like I'll always watch them after they finished if you know what I mean and I started watching on E4 when I was in like second year it used to always be on straight after school on E4 so I started watching I think it was the fifth season it was on and it was the episode where Ross and Emily get married I won't spoil it mm. if you've never seen it but and I remember I just got hooked on it and I was like oh my god like because I had known a lot of people who had watched it in the past but I never actually sat down and watched it because I would I would have been only about like eight or nine when that was kind of like I think I was only two years old when that first aired, but I started liking it and I started watching it and the internet was kind of only fairly new, like social media and I would like be looking up stuff about friends and all that and yeah, I just got hooked on it. Like I could, I, I, I must have watched the series about 10 times at this stage, like probably more. And it just reminds me, there's someone in that group that you can relate to. There's someone in that group who you are in your group of friends. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm Phoebe. Mm. Like, I'm the Phoebe of my friends. Like, I'm just weird and mad and quirky, you know? So I think it was it was definitely a show that was like unisex. If you weren't one of the girls, you were one of the lads. And just like brilliant comedy. And I know there's a lot of people out there who say it's fucking shite and like, they don't know how it's funny, but it ran for 10 years. <laughs> it's still as popular as ever like they're still making millions every year off like just reruns and stuff like and I'm, I was over the moon when they were going to be doing like a, a reunion even if it's not an episode but just to actually see them all sit down together because they haven't since 2004 because like I said I was late to the party so I actually haven't seen Friends live if you know what I mean mm. yeah in yeah. the moment kind of 
I remember that yeah. episode that you're saying that you said that you you went on to where Ross was marrying Emily and I, I actually remember where I was when that episode aired because when I was watching it it was weekly it was on Friday it was on Channel 4 of a Friday night and I remember my whole family were watching it because they were watching it downstairs and I was watching it upstairs and obviously that ends on a massive cliffhanger and that's the series ending and everybody was just up in arms and you never really get that with a sitcom like I know I know and it was it was kind of like I know there's a lot of classic sitcoms um, you know like Seinfeld uh, Fraser and all like that and and Cheers and stuff like that but like friends was up there with the with the best of them and I remember my reaction to the to the finale of that episode like it was a season cliffhanger and I remember just going oh, in my sitting room and I obviously the internet wasn't that popular then like Twitter wasn't around so you couldn't like google spoilers or anything you know you couldn't be like mm. what actually happened so I, I was happy in a way that I didn't have the intelligence at that stage to go and google stuff like <laughs> And yeah. yeah, it was great. Like, but I don't think I would have been able to to wait on a weekly basis to watch Friends. Like the fact that there's so many box sets now that you can just sit and watch in three weeks and not have to watch it over the space of five years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And come here. So you were saying in your friend group, your Phoebe. So the characters, which is your favorite character? Because I know for me, I started out one of them was my favorite, and then that kind of evolved over time. Did that happen to you or do you have a solid favourite character? Well, to be honest, like I'm going to say Chandler is definitely um, a big inspiration to my sarcasm in life, 100%. Um, I can relate to him in, in terms of sarcasm, but he, he would probably, it, it changed all the time though. Do you notice that? Like your, your favourite, every time yeah. the series again, it changes because you see little bits of yourself in all of them, but I don't know it's it's hard it's like picking my favorite child (laughs) (laughs) I started out my favorite was Chandler and then in later series I think it was it was Ross I thought he was funnier yeah Percy and I think I think Rachel and Ferns too got funnier later on as well I think they all did I I think they all did yeah and I do I like I've if you watch series one episode one and then you watch series 10 episode the last one whatever it is you will like they were all really serious at the beginning like joey wasn't the tick that he is these days (laughs) phoebe wasn't as kooky and ross wasn't as manic you know like they were all quite and then rachel wasn't as flaky you know they were all quite serious i think the only one that really stayed consistent was monica yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, like, I found Ross to be quite dull and boring in the first couple of seasons. And then I think in the fourth season, like, after he got... Actually, not the fifth season, I think, when he met Emily, I think that's when he started to go off the rails. And then, mm. like, Chandler... I just think Chandler was very well written. And, like, I think he... A lot of the jokes in that show um, are definitely down to him. Like, he he had a big say in some of the writing as well. But I... Uh, I think I think Phoebe was always quirky, but yeah, like you said, Jen, like I think their personalities definitely developed. I don't know whether that was on purpose because they were getting more mature, but Ross definitely, like it's it's like two different characters. He's definitely the most the, the biggest contrast, I think, in the series. Mm. And I think yeah. towards the end of the season, this the end of the series, he was probably my favourite just because of his manic outbursts. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, there's so many yeah, there's so many memeable things when it comes to Ross like the whole I'm fine I'm, yeah. I'm fine like that it's just and then even Adam like I fi- find my other half wouldn't really give much reaction to TV characters especially not in a sitcom but with Ross he 
bursts out laughing when anything Ross says like especially in the last few series he just he's like he's just a lunatic it's so funny like <laughs> my my other half loves friends as well and and I love that he does and Ross is his absolute favorite as well and he just constantly quotes him and yeah he just he definitely makes the series for him anyway and um, and then Perfect. But like, do you know what there was a huge debate as well uh about how Ross was actually very possessive and controlling like like I don't think you get away with that behavior nowadays um, and yeah. that's it some of it hasn't aged that well when you look back at things like I know there was a few articles about like you know um snowflake generation their first time watching oh. friends and then kind of giving out about it but in fairness some of the storylines were shall we say of their time yeah, yeah. like there was I like watching it back. You notice a lot of homophobic jokes, uh, jokes, and like the lack of kind of um different races and stuff in the show. Like you know, back then it wasn't really kind of as talked about, and it wasn't that much of a big deal. I think Friends would be a completely different TV show if it came back now. Like they just the, the comedy wouldn't be able to be the same. Like no, definitely and not. I was just I was just thinking there as you were talking. It was a great show for the big celebrity guest. Have you any favourites over the years? I-, I loved Julia Roberts when they brought her in. Yeah, she actually, I think she actually dated uh, Matthew Perry in real life at that stage. I think that's how they all got in, wasn't it? All the yeah. special guests were going out with one of them anyway. And they're yeah. Like, yeah, I'll do, I'll do your show, go on. Yeah, and then Brad Pitt. Remember the episode where Brad Pitt was on it? Like, oh, talk about brownie points for fucking Jennifer Aniston bringing him on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was brilliant the way that they brought him on though and he absolutely hated Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> I hate yeah, him. Yeah, no, that was good. <laughs> Tom Selleck, I think, is my favourite. I loved him. Oh yes. Him. He was yeah. lovable. He really was. He, w- he really was, and you even had Joey and Chandler, and like Chandler, obviously Tom Selleck's char- character, who was it, Richard? Uh, was yeah. with Monica and there was this big love affair and then obviously later in the series Monica and Chandler get together and you can still see the kind of intimidation that Chandler feels because he's just he's an anomaly isn't he like he's just such a big presence and he's just really calm and, and you'd hang on ev- to every word that Tom Selleck says he's such an alpha man oh big style mm. yeah he really is like- <laughs> Emma's licking her lips there she's like, mm. <laughs> The big question, the big question for me about friends is maybe you know the answer to this, Anya. Why did they never go to a pub? You, Who can physically drink that much coffee? Do you know, actually, it was originally like I, I like am um, a like a, a, an FBI agent when it comes to friends, but they were originally supposed to film it in a bar instead of a coffee shop. But they thought like there's no way a group of friends would drink that much every day of the week do you know what I mean so <sighs> they had to kind of because it was going to be a bit like do you ever see how I met your mother the way they're always like kind of in a bar and stuff but it's a bit like yeah or che- I suppose cheers before yeah. it as well yeah but I probably thought they had to switch it up yeah it's kind of like a safe option isn't it like a coffee shop but like you actually never really see them um go for a drink I, there was an episode actually where Phoebe and Rachel go for a drink and it's just after like she has the baby and um, Rachel's like, me and Ross had eye contact before we left. And Phoebe's like, oh, eye contact. I hope you wore protection. <laughs> 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 I think Reese Witherspoon would probably be my favourite guest star now, now that she asks. I love that episode. Yes. And I think that was before she was kind of like famous, like famous, if you know what I mean. You know the way they always get yeah. here when a guest star comes on? She didn't really get that. I yeah. think I think at the time she probably would have done like um say cruel intentions and stuff, but she wouldn't have been like that was kind of um 
a teenage like kind of cult classic movie so she wouldn't mm. have been like the big star she she is now and actually in f- fairness yeah the Rachel's sisters those characters were great when they brought yeah. them in like they were it was good comedy in them so I know you're an FBI agent when it comes to friends do you keep track of them all now still would you be checking in to see what Lisa Kudrow is up to, or is it when are you a stalker or not? Is what I'm asking. <laughs> when I seen that Jennifer Aniston started an Instagram page, like I was in shock. Like I swear to God, it's it's like as if your best friend told me she was pregnant, like that that type of shock. Like and I was like, oh my god, is this real? I thought it was, and remember, like it blew up, like in Instagram, like yeah, got like a million followers in a fucking day, like and I just because obviously she's so private, but when you're following them like they're all on Instagram now you actually still feel like a little bit of connection to the show even though they're not their characters you know but like Rachel Rachel I'm calling her Rachel Jennifer Aniston (laughs) (laughs) shirt a suit the episode where the Super Bowl was on and they were out in the kind of like like a playground type of area they were playing like a game of football yeah yeah so it's Thanksgiving it was and uh, she shared that clip on our story and tagged all the all the cast and I was like oh my god like this it's it's 16 years like over and like they're still you know in contact and sharing stuff about it. it's mad yeah it is one of those classics I think that'll never die it's just no. it's so famous however I was quite with the way Emma was saying about all the snowflakes so Gen Z basically got to see Friends for the first time when it went on Netflix like was it in the last year um, yeah. and it was just I, I was actually shocked at the amount of people that hadn't seen it because for for me for me for me <laughs> it's just one of those things that's it's it'll forever be there and it's so famous you can't even question it it's just one of like even the google thing that's doing the rounds again if you re, if you google ross geller a couch will come up on yeah. the google thing and if you press that all you'll hear is pivot like, you know, and they all have their own little things on Google. Like, that's how famous it is. And to think, like, the internet wasn't around when they were making the show and, like, Google's fucking doing things now for them. Like, it's it's mad. Like, it's I, I would love to watch it again for the first time. Like, I have loads, loads of board games, merchandise, Monopoly, Cena, bed clothes, you name it. Like, just absolutely. You've, also, you've gone to the... Um, Friends Fest. The Friends Fest, yeah. Yeah, that was class. Like, you get to actually see the actual sets and stuff and go around sitting in the couches and all and Monica's apartment, Ross's apartment, Central Park, like proper super fan, like <laughs> <laughs> So I you're know. at the level like if Jennifer Aniston liked one of your comments on Instagram, you'd you'd die. Like you'd never get over that. You'd <laughs> I be don't, like, oh my God, she liked my comment. <laughs> I can see like just the late late interview about the Jennifer Aniston like on Instagram. He's like, yeah, well Ryan, why did I tell you? Yeah, right. exactly. I mean, she is a megastar. You know, there's no, there's no denying it. Like, and Ellen's talking to me, you know, and she's like, "So I heard you love friends, Jennifer Aniston." You know the way she brings out like the the celebrity <laughs> in the back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you lose your it's good. It's yeah. good to put out in the universe now. Yeah, but, um, exactly. I'm glad we spoke to you about friends because I would have felt guilty if we'd spoken to anyone else. I would have felt like I was having an affair or something oh, because yeah. I, you're like the biggest friends fan. I've ever, I've ever heard of. <laughs> well, yeah, and I would delighted you just had me on to talk about it because, again, there's no one else that would talk as passionately about that show as me. Well, Enya, thanks so much for coming on. It's been a uh, nice blast in the past talking about mm-hmm. friends. Ta-ra, girls. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now I know you cynics out there are going to say it was a meteor, it was a space station, it was a UFO. And it was a magical experience. And no one can take that away from me. Hi, I'm Danny Doyle. Welcome to Jackass. This is the part of the podcast where myself and Jen get to hear from our lovely listeners about their opinions on TV questions we pose to them each week. Last week, we had a very resourceful look at what's the best thing on TV right now, which gave us loads of inspiration for the days ahead to start bringing some excellent listener suggestions in. Now, not to put a downer on the day that's in it, but it's safe to say that when two people form a bond while filming a reality TV show, the love is not always, let's say, authentic. So we wanted to find out what our listeners' favourite reality TV couples were of all time. Is it real love? Is it for show? Is it for the prize money? I don't know about you, but my, yeah, the biggest reactions that I had, it was all Big Brother. Yes. And do you know, when we first asked this question, I kind of had four that came to my head straight away. So I thought Spidey, I thought Katie Price and Peter Andre, a few with like the Love Island mm. ones, Molly May and Tommy. But mm. people were mad for the old Big Brother ones because I think when it was the original Big Brother and it wasn't the celebrity version and you got to watch them, you know, obviously day in, day out. You could see that in, like when the spark happened and how like the love grew. Mm. I, like I loved that. My like Pete and Nikki and Big Brother. Do you remember them? Oh, it was the most manic couple. But you just cheered for them, didn't you? She was mad about them. Oh, mad about them. And I even remember, like, I think he either he had been out of the house or she had been or something like that. Or maybe they had a task where they were on Do different sides. Happened? Wasn't this, wasn't there like a kind of a prefab at the side of the house and wasn't she kicked out and then brought back into that prefab? But she could see what was going on in the main house and she was just mad to get back into pee. And yes, then that, because that I think reunion. she saw him talking about her and everything. Yeah, oh, it was so sweet. Like, I think he was nearly, he won that year, but he was like threatening to leave to go out to Nikki and uh, it was yes. just, and like there was nothing really on telly at the time that kind of compared to Big Brother. So this was like, it, it was the biggest love story going at the time. It was just, everybody was cheering for them. And, and then Pete was such a lovable character. Nikki was a bit mad, but you liked her. Like she's so, oh, well, even yeah. now, you still kind of say all of her little lines, don't you? It's like, who is she? Where did you get her? Like all this, the mad stuff that she came out with. She was a lunatic, but it was oh, she brilliant. Was deadly, yeah. You yeah. Take, like if you were in a lift with her, you would go insane. You'd be like, oh my God, what, mm. like get me out of here. But to watch her on television, like right, right entertainment. Yeah. And now, well, this, this one was a celebrity big brother, but Chantel and Preston, we were talking about this one. So this was, oh. I, I can't, I remember there was a bit of drama, wasn't there? There was like a, tr- a love triangle here. 
Yeah, because he had a, he had a girlfriend. He had a girlfriend, and was there not? Was it Ashley, or so, was there another girl in the house that kind of liked Preston as well? Or am I thinking of something completely different? Was there not a glass of water thrown? Ooh, yeah, there could have been actually. Yeah, there I was a bit. Of, there was I'm a bit of tension around it. Yeah, well, there's always a bit of tension. It's probably. You're probably not wrong, even if you are wrong. There's probably some sort of tension. But yeah, oh, and definitely. then they got they got married. Like they the whole did. Shebang. Yeah, it was actually one of the only couples like after a show like that that I kind of followed. And like there was no Instagram or social media or anything back then. So you were kind of, or there could have been, but I don't know. But it wasn't like pop culture wasn't as popular in media back then so you were kind of looking at yes i don't even know where you got your information from i'm drawing a blank here i don't know well, did, i think you were relying on like your heat magazines and yeah stuff. i think yeah that's what it was it was okay magazine now magazine yeah. all of those yeah 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 and sure but like I, they're I, all lies <laughs> i know yeah and sure it'd be so long by the time they do the interview and it'd actually come out and the whole thing and it'd be yeah. all like you know glossy pictures and everything People mentioned Jersey Shore as well. The couples from that, like I now I just... didn't watch Jersey Shore. I know, I like, I know the characters. I know that yes. there was somebody who was called the Situation, which is a situation in itself. <laughs> I know. And Snooky and Jay, where we had this thing like meatball problems or something like that. I don't. Oh, yeah, I think manic. I Bye. think that was. The start of like really like throwing a reality TV show into chaos where their whole thing was just to go out all the time. So it was obviously a lot of the relationships. And get plastered. Yeah. Yeah. We're just got to be a bit of friction, a bit of friction. Mm. But um, I think it's one of those things that we look at them. We're always interested in them. We'll follow their stories after. But, you know, I'd say we always kind of look at them there with a bit of like cynicism. We're like, hmm. That's it. Well, I mean, you have shows that are based around love. So you have Love Island. And like these days, because you can follow them on Instagram and stuff, you're, you're getting to see exactly what they're doing after the show. I have to say, Molly May and uh, Tommy Fiore, I did think, I didn't know whether they'd last or not. I had a feeling that they would. It did look genuine on the the series and they're still together. They're living together now. So they're like, they're still going strong. But I mean, Maura and Cortis, we kind of knew, didn't we? We did, but we were happy for the entertainment at the time. But we all knew we were like, oh, it's grand. Yeah, but it was still a bit when when we knew that they ended, it was just like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, we could have told you that, Mara. <laughs> I, I know, there wasn't, a big, there wasn't a big stink about it at all. People were just like, uh, oh, yeah, Grant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. Molly May and Tommy, I, I do really believe it, and even more so now that they're, they're outside of Love Island. I'm like, no, yeah. I buy it. They're still gone strong. I mean, Amber and Greg were never really going to, they were the ones that won that year. Oh, yeah. Well, that was never going to happen. No, they was were... Was it? No, I don't know about Amber, but Greg was definitely a good game player. And that's that's all I have to say on that. Mmm. 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 Controversial. And I suppose one more we could probably fit in before we move on. Cheryl Cole and Liam Payne. You forget about this one, don't you? You forget that it's actually a reality TV show and that... Uh, Cheryl was his mentor. 
I know. Like he was and so she was young on that show. I know. And she was obviously well established at that point when he yeah. came on the show as a teenager. Dad. I, I mean, I suppose like they have Bear. They have a little kid. They're not together anymore, yes. but they did like make a good go of it. Like it was a genuine thing and it wasn't for the cameras or it wasn't for yeah a, a prize or anything like that. So I suppose like whatever you're yeah. into. But you wouldn't like you wouldn't have predicted Liam though. If it was going to be anyone, you would have said Harry. Harry, yeah, <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, he he seems to like uh, like only go out with people that are at least ten years older than him, anyways. So like yeah. that would have been He's totally type, isn't he? Bag. You, like if you imagined in your head having a conversation with Harry Styles, you'd know exactly how it'd go. I don't know. He's a bit of a. He's just one. No, you'd know it'd be crush. weird. Like yeah. Yeah, he's a guilty crush. Anyway, moving on, moving on, moving on. It's only five eggs per bloke per day. I don't want to talk to you. Then shut the f*** up! Calm down, right? You're 19. Shut your face, right? Now, it's hard to believe that it's been over five years since Four States Ireland hair screens for the very first time. I have to say, with everything going on due to the pandemic, this was one that I did not expect to see coming back because... Covid and the pandemic and social distancing but to my surprise I was delighted when we welcomed it back to our screens on Thursday night. So Matteo, that's his name, I always forget, and his crew, they're looking good, they've gotten out their nicest looking face masks and they're welcoming the diners back to Gibson Hotel once more in what was essentially the first date with a few Covid twists I suppose. Yeah, I, I don't know, right, so I don't think it was too in your face, apart from the fact that they set people down to dine with the Queen. Yeah, I thought they were going to give them megaphones, like they were it, fair, or like little walkie-talkies or something. I felt like I was watching Bridgerton at one stage, you know, with them just very at either far end of away the table, from each other, like shouting at yeah. each other, "Hello, dear." Yeah, the the masks, the masks are fine because like we're all so used to the masks now. The tables. I did find that a little bit distracting. Like I, I, I think it's great that it's back and fair play to them for making it work. I just didn't yeah. realise that they would be that far away from each other. I know. And then some of the shots, I mean, obviously when they have the kind of aerial shot or like the camera that's set on the ceiling or whatever, you can see the distance between the tables. But in other shots, I got really confused during it because they'd have the shot on a person and then it looked like right beside them another table was in very close proximity so I was like why are they so far away from like the person that yes. they're on the date with but then but when you see it from the aerial view it does, they are all like I I'd say that, there's four people in the restaurant do you know yeah I found that distracting at the start and then what I remembered was I saw something online when they were looking for people to get in touch who wanted to be on the show and they were saying that their background daters were people that were in the same bubble. Yeah. So all those people are sitting quite close together. But like, I don't know whether it'd be just better that they just had like, you know, six, if they're going to have the massive tables, like just have six massive tables in the place rather yeah. than them at this big dining table and then a couple right beside them. I like, know. I think they were, other. like, in fairness to them, they were probably trying to, just make it look as normal as possible. And the background dayers were probably delighted with themselves because when this was being filmed, like you couldn't get a table anywhere. So, because <laughs> I was watching one of them. So it was um, <coughs> Shane and Avril uh, were yes. having, having their meal. 
And then Tanya and Rob were having their meal, but it was the same background daters for both okay. of them, which is obviously over, I don't know, like a four hour period. Like the background daters must have been pissed. And they must have been getting like, man, like 12 courses. That's the thing. Like I don't even think the they were. Time. I don't think they were eating all that time. I'd say they were just sitting there, probably getting a few free drinks. Yes, like, you know, yeah. They're, yeah, they're essentially extras. But I noticed on the first one that the first person that we saw was Sean. He was from Blanche, and obviously it shows different camera views of them. But the background daters when he was sitting at the bar, they kept turning around and looking. It was like. They were going, I know him from somewhere. But they were looking directly into the camera. And they must, I was like, they must be locked. I was like, surely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That was a nice day out for them, wasn't it? That's what I mean. They were probably chomping at the bit <laughs> to get that part. Like, I have to say, when I switched it on, and I would be um, a First Dates fan. Hmm. So I like the Irish one and I like the English one. And then the other ones, I'd kind of, I kind of see them online a bit, you know, they'd be like suggest a few, but I, I wouldn't be as interested in them. But I found it really like overwhelmingly cringy at the start. And I just don't know whether it's I'm out of like, I'm not used to seeing people flirt in public anymore or something. Like I just was like, I was like, oh my God, I don't even know if I'm going to get through this. Cause like with comedy, I would have been out all the time seeing people on like dates and first dates. And people having like drinks and I wouldn't be drinking at all and like it wouldn't cost me top. But I was just getting like really cringy watching it. I was like, I, I, I was like, I was putting my hands up to my eyes. I was like, I actually don't know if I'm going to be able to handle this. Were you? Yeah. No. Yeah, I found it really odd. I kind of. Maybe I'm just dead inside. I don't know. <laughs> I found it really sweet. Now, I, I kind of know what you mean about the forced... Couple. Maybe it was the first date. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Because I don't know. It was like it was like um, they were kind of loud and a bit rowdy, and I don't know. So it was like Sean they were too, and they were, Amy. Uh, Sean and Amy. Yeah, but they were slagging yeah. each other a bit too much. It was like the nerves was after getting the better of them. Yeah. Now, obviously, like I can't imagine what would be edited together from like yeah. my last first date. Like it would be horrific. You know what I mean? But she was she was ripping it out of him like she was ripping it out of him. And then she like, you know, when the waitress Alice was coming over, she was telling him like, oh, yeah, he pays for women, don't you? <laughs> yeah, it was so a I bit thought much. that she really I thought like, oh, she definitely fancies him because I think like if you're going to get away with slagging somebody that you've just met that severely, you yeah. want to be saying yes to them. And then what did she do? She lets him go first. And, and yeah. then she says, yeah, just, yeah, just gonna hit you with the, the friend buzz right in the face. Yeah. I don't get those people that tell them to go first. And they then friends say yes. on them. Yeah. What is that about? No, it's not a, it's it's not ideal. It's not an ideal situation. Uh, yeah, I, that, I wasn't mad about that whole scenario. Yeah. Although I will say. <laughs> I wasn't was, mad about that. <laughs> no, that whole thing. No. Although I will, I, do, I will say I did admire him because I thought he was quite, um, like he was after saying that he, and obviously because we were saying before we even started this we were like Jesus like he, he really got into it about the drink and giving up the drink and all of the antics that he got up yeah. to in Denmark and stuff like that I would imagine the producers probably want him to say all that and they're like you know trying to really pull yeah. it out of him but he 
I thought he was very brave to talk about the fact that he does meditation and he's after giving up the drink and he's really after grounding himself and he seems quite mature. Well, yeah. definitely co- compared to Amy, he seemed very mature. And I was like, do you know what? Fair play to him because young, especially because I'm like living Blanche and I'd know, like I'd be around his age group and, you know, they're really just lads, lads and, you know, they don't really admit all that sort of stuff and there's this kind of masculinity about them all but I just I just I had to say I really liked the way that he came out and he was he was like no I do meditation and gave up the drink and I wanted to get myself sorted and you know what I was like fair play to him yeah no I thought that as well and then I think at one point she she kind of made a joke about him not drinking yeah I I don't know about that I think it was just she was trying to be playful and maybe she's he was a little bit nervous and she's like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, just rip it out of him now because mm. that'll totally relax him. Maybe that's then, what it was. Yeah. And then in fairness to her, they could have edited it to really ham it up a good bit. Like she mightn't have been yeah. as full on as they made her out to be. Um, on to the next couple who are Avril and Shane. Like, I want them to invite me to their wedding. Like, <laughs> I just couldn't with them. He was... I just wanted to hug him. Yeah, the two of them were lovely. The two of them, and like she hadn't been on a date in 10 years. He hadn't been on one in 14. Uh, it was just, I was like, fair play to them. Yeah, I was dodged about it at the start because... Oh, the sister, it yeah. Did seem, it did seem very awkward because you know that thing of like, it starts off like, how did you get here? Did you drive here? And it feels like it's almost getting into the point of like, what route did you take? Like, yeah. did you did you stop at a garage to get petrol? Or I was like, Ooh. Uh, but I think yeah. they were just kind of two shy people, That's and then it. they seemed to kind of like get into it. And I think but, at the start, he was like, "My sister's coming." I was like, "I know." Much. That's like, kind oh, of. I gosh. didn't have a great outlook because, first of all, I will say, and you know the way that your head judges before you can even stop it from judging. I just heard of course, yeah. the, the thick country accent and the sister showing up with him and I was like, oh, here we go. But I completely misjudged him. He like he was the sweetest yeah. man I've ever seen and perfectly suited for each other. The two of them, like, the two of them yeah. looked smitten by the end of it. I was delighted for them. Yeah, and even when he was talking to the sister, it didn't feel awkward. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was lovely. It was, fun, it was actually it? really nice. Yeah, it was. It was a lovely thing because I was expecting like, I, I didn't want, even want to look at Twitter because I was like, no, I can't handle if anybody is slagging him because that's just, it's, yeah, it's such I didn't a look genuine, at it either. yeah, it's such a genuine situation and it's just lovely and we need to protect him at all costs. Next couple was Tim and Rory. <laughs> Stop. When they, when the interviewer asked Rory, how do you get ready for a date? And he goes, he gulps, the most audible gulp we've ever heard. So he went, fucking ages. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, he's some crack. He's fucking brilliant. And I did have to say I was a bit, because I know actors and I know extras and I know people who are mad to be like, you know, the next Kit yes. Harrington. And when I saw him at the bar talking about the fact that he was in Game of Thrones and he was an actor and he kept going on about it, here I was, oh, here we, Jesus, go. I, was I know. Like, 
I was thinking just the listening same. to him and his endeavours all night. But he was lovely though, I thought. Did you not think? He was so sweet. The two of them were gas. They were brilliant. Yeah. You could just smell like just the bit of devilment off them. Like if you were meeting oh, your they, mates yeah. back in back in the old world, if you were meeting your mates and like say they were running late or whatever and you ended up sitting beside them, wouldn't you be delighted? Yeah. Oh, you'd have the best crack. Like they were just they were so yeah. mischievous, like you say. And even when the waiter came over and she was like, Are you ready to order? And he was like, Will you sit down there and calm yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Relax. Yeah. It was, br- and he actually, the waiter sat down and he just started having the chats with them. Like, it yeah. was, br- I have to say, I love the waiters on four states. They're great crack. Oh, yeah. I'd say it's like a dream job as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd say they probably nearly felt like saying to him, like, like sit down, like look at us. We're we're sitting at a big dining table. Like it's up. Like there's no rush on serving anyone here. There's about ten yeah. people. We're all eating. They've been eating. They've been here since two o'clock. They're yeah. They couldn't eat anything more. They're absolutely yeah. fine. But I thought I really um maybe the, I hope this is my own naivety. But maybe I just need this little bit of positivity in my life. I really feel like they will keep in touch and will be friends. I think so as well. And do you know what? I actually, when I was, I was kind of cringing when uh, Rory Force rocked up and Tim goes, I think I know you. I was like, oh, oh Jesus, because yeah. it's such a small country. And that's happened a few times on Four States Ireland. Yes. As long as it's not your cousin, I think it's fine. It is a small it's, country. Yeah. It's going to happen. When that happens, we need to just stop the show. It needs to be cancelled immediately. Yeah. But it's going to happen. They had Tracy and Rob down at the end. Yes. You were the sweetest people alive. Yeah, and you could get, you could kind of tell, I just felt like that one was going to go well from the start. I don't know why, but although they haven't yeah. met up, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I shouldn't watch the part where they give us the update. I always will watch yeah, I know. it. Do you know what I mean? But sometimes I'm like, I'm yeah. always disappointed when I'm like, it never happened. Yeah, I know. Like you lied to me because they seem like all giddy. You know, when you have that giddy thing and you're just saying, I'm talking shite now because I'm all giddy and happy. So I was like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm totally believing this. And that's like, they might as well just put up on the thing. Yeah, um, they've actually blocked each other on social media. So we don't (laughs) actually know what's going on. So I don't know if I have to stop stop watching that part of the show. I know. It it does be disappointing because it ends on such a a climax and then it ends up being an anticlimax. that's it's just there's no other way to explain it however i will say when tracy was outside and she was facetiming her sister before the day i was yes. like what's this what is this this isn't reality but i do remember seeing stories from people who were on it in the past and it was like yeah well let me tell you what really happened and they edited it out uh, you know, like that kind of yeah. thing. I'm going, oh, it just seems like such a genuine show. But at the end of the day, they're making telly. They have to make it entertaining. Yes. Well, know? I was on the, I was on um, this uh, show before. What was it called? The Salon or something? And they oh, asked me I to go on it. That. Yeah. And I was I wasn't like. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go along, whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm sure this is just going to be a thing where I'm like used as a cutaway shot or whatever. And they asked me, what did I want to have uh, done? And I was like, oh, just like kind of curly, like curly blow dry or whatever. And they're like, yeah, cool, no problem. So 
I think one side of me had was done with a curling thongs and one side of me had was done with a GHD. And then because I said, I was like leaving the gap and I was saying to my mom, I said, Asher, look, at least I get the old hair done. I was like, that'll be nice. And she's like, that's it. Yeah. Like get the hair done for free. Happy days. The hack of me head. <laughs> hack of me head because obviously <laughs> I didn't realise that they weren't interested in my hair. They were just getting their shots and stuff. Yeah. It was... So, like, I wonder now, I'd love to know, is the food good? Are the dates good? You know, yeah. is there a lot of waiting around when you've already said to somebody, I think we should be friends? And then we're like, can you just go back and do the dessert again? We just need to get that. Like, I'd love to know. I think, it's, yeah. I think though, honestly, like, fair play to them. And I know a lot of people are delighted that it's back. Yeah. In, in COVID and that it's new episodes and stuff. And obviously, I think for a lot of people, they are in that situation where they might be thinking, God, when am I ever like, well, all of us, like, when am I ever going to get out again? Yeah. So to have that kind of little positive. It is. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. That's it. Because a lot of of people are doing um, Zoom dates now. Yes. Like you make your own dinner. It's a bit crap, isn't it? You can't can't even get your dinner made for you. Do you know? Um, do I don't you know, think, it depends how the day is going. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, do you think uh, that they could have improved on anything or how did you think it went as the first episode in a pandemic? Even though, I, like, obviously I waited to the end to see what the updates were, we weren't going to, I suppose because of COVID, we weren't really going to have any mad updates. No, nobody was going to be getting married, were they? No, there was no one going. Well, there was no one going to be there in a picture like cradling the bump, like Ooh, look at us now. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, there's just going to be a lot of face masks. But look, we're used to it now. There's mm. just a lot of face masks everywhere, and if love can prevail in the pandemic, exactly. then That's we're it. happy. We will never fail. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to Telebox again this week and a huge thank you to Enya for speaking to us about her absolute love and obsession with friends. Right, Emma, it's Valentine's night. The restaurants are closed. It's dining in time. What are you and Shane up to tonight? Indian. <gasps> oh, I'm getting all hot and spicy, are we? It's getting hot and hot. <laughs> well, I like getting Indian because Shane is convinced that he can handle very spicy food and he can't. And I like to remind him of that every few months. Oh, okay. So it's a bit crack for you then. It's a bit crack for me. And I kind of get to have a bit of extra food as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Great. So, win-win. Yeah. Brilliant. Delighted for you now. Have a lovely Valentine's night. Do yourself a favour tonight and download the Just Eat app, where you can choose from hundreds of your favourite local takeaway restaurants delivered straight to your door. Thanks again. And we'll chat to you next week on Telebox. <laughs>